This is Coach Chris Holtman. You're listening to Drive the Lane Podcast. Welcome back to Drive the Lane March Madness Bracket Edition. The tournament is here. We are excited. You know, we're moving on from the Big Ten tournament, which was exciting. Not the end we wanted. We're going to talk about the Big Ten teams, where they stand, what it's going to look like. Talk a little bit about the tournament. But most importantly, we're going to break down Ohio State's region and their road to the Final Four and their national championship. It's going to be a long journey to the national championship, and you might get tired. And the way to wake you up from that and keep you energized and fueled is with our presenting sponsor, Brain Fuel. All right? It is a revolutionizing energy experience. It's not just your regular beverage. It's not just like a cup of coffee. All right? It's a cerebral beverage, and it fuels the brain to respond with alertness, focus, and productivity. Joey and I have joked about it. We're going we're gonna to go swimming in a bucket of the Thrive Ice. All right, we're going to drink some of the Victory Bliss. The limitless. The things you can do are limitless with the Limitless Berry. And if you're going through life as a beta and you're sick of it, congratulations. Have some of the Alpha Punch. Now you're an alpha. The things that these drinks will do for you, it's incredible. Joey, where, where can they go to get some? Of course, head on over to BrainFuel.com. Use our special promo code DTL15 to get yourself 15% off. Let me tell you, that Friday, that Monday, you know, through the weekend of the first games, the first weekend, it's not easy to sit there on your couch and watch games all day long we know that firsthand so how do you get over that hump how do you stay locked in to make sure your bracket is still perfect to make sure that you're making the right picks gambling wise if you choose to partake in that brain fuel it's as simple as that get yourself some thrive ice sit your booty down on the couch and enjoy some hoops with brain fuel maybe you even have drive lane on in the background those are your keys to success they probably could get in trouble for doing this, but we don't own the product, so we can, you know, kind of steal theme songs. But you know Wayne's World? Wayne's World! Wayne's World! Brain fuel! Brain fuel! Oh, you're never, you're never without a little theme song, aren't you, Andrew? I am never without a little theme song. But before we get started with the episode and talking about the Buckeyes, what a tremendous Big Ten tournament highlighted by Illinois' Fantastic finish and a big win. And, Joey, I think you got a little bit to say about the uh, Fighting Illini. If I'm not mistaken, you are a big, big Illinois fan. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. <clears throat> I may or may not have lost a wager to my good friend Kevin Enright, little brother of my roommate Chris Enright. Um, and this is my punishment. So sit back, Illini fans, relax, and enjoy what I have to say. Um, that basically I'll be saying is if there's a gun to my head. Without further ado, here is Kevin's Drive the Lane script for Joey. <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, Drive the Lane listeners. <laughs> I know a vast majority of you are big Ohio State fans, so I can't think of anything that could be better than hearing directly from my mouth about how great Illinois and their basketball team is. I'll start by saying a couple nice things about the Buckeyes. Number one, Dwayne Washington is an absolute problem. If he comes back next year, he will terrorize the Big Ten. Number two, Kyle Young would have made a difference in attempting to stop Kofi, and even Georgie for that matter. And number three, EJ Liddell went to the wrong school. 
Okay. That may have not been nice, but congrats on him getting – congrats on you, Joey, for getting him to Ohio. Thanks. He's a stud. And can you even imagine if EJ was on the team, uh, the Illinois team right now? Sheesh. Io, Trent, Adam Miller, Liddell, and Kofi, that would be so scary. Now let's talk about this Illini team. Is there any team hotter in the country right now? Number two in the AP poll, 14-1 in the last 15 games. Six straight wins over tournament teams, including Michigan on the road without Io by 23. And you guys twice, if you haven't forgotten. Kofi's playing his best basketball. Io's the top five player in the country. Corbell's the most exciting player and is getting better every game, and our role guys are stepping up big time. Georgie stepped up in the championship. Williams is hitting big shots and knocked down numerous threes from the wing. And, of course, Trent hit big shots along the way. Did you know that 16 years ago, it was the Illini's last Big Ten championship? And that 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 same year, we made the national championship? 16 years before that was our other Final Four appearance? Are things lining up for a magical run? Only time will tell. Hope to see you in the Final Four. Go Illini. P.S. Who wouldn't want to play for Brad Underwood? I love that guy. (laughs) All right. And that was Joey's... Illinois five minutes <laughs> new segment we'll be doing oh. every episode of drive the lane oh man I, I will say there's not a lot of lies in that right I mean they're playing the best basketball of any team in the country the only thing that I I, I can't believe he said that Iowa was a top five player he didn't say he's the best player in the country which I respect good for him because he's not even the best player on their team um that is for that lies with Curbelo. so um yeah pretty uh Pretty exciting game. Um, the undermanned Buckeyes almost pulled it off against all odds. The craziest thing about that game, and Andrew, you are the one who brought that to to my attention kind of, is they had no time to dwell on the loss, whether good or bad. Because in some cases, it's good to reflect on, on how far they came and how successful that run was in the Big Ten tournament. But they had no time to even be like, dang, like we almost had it. They were watching the selection show in the locker room. Yeah, it was good. And they were cheering. I was happy to see that they were like cheering about being the number two seed. And they weren't like throwing stuff around or like pissed off. Like Zed Key was excited. Dwayne was right in the front watching. (laughs) You know, but you know, like sometimes like when there's like a team that's supposed to be a one seed and they end up being a two seed or something like that, they just like sit there and don't smile. Like it was cool to see they were still excited. Totally. Like, I wouldn't blame them if they saw that they were a two-seed, which they knew that they were going to be a two-seed, and you just got a couple guys who were like, this is just a formality for the next step. Like, okay, cool. Can I can I go back and get some food now in the locker room? Like, what are we doing? You know, so I get it. It's crazy. Now they're locked in. I, I heard that they're being tracked. I heard that there are crazy meals being fed to them. I heard that they got a little care package with, like, eight deodorants in there. Uh Pretty fun. So we'll see what the next few weeks have to hold. Obviously, we'll dive into the tournament. The last thing that I want to say about the Big Ten, besides the Big Ten and the tournament, is how crazy is it, and we've talked about it before, that Indiana fired Archie Miller because, obviously wasn't successful, but mostly because Indiana in Assembly Hall was going to host an NCAA tournament game before Archie Miller coached in one for Indiana. That is wild. Poor Hoosiers. Crazy, but they're going to get someone cool. You think so? Let's call it right now real quick. Oh, shout out to uh, Richard Patino for also getting the can. I think they should just switch coaching jobs, see what happens. But um, you want to make a call? Who's going to be their coach? I'll take a guess, too. You go first. 
I think if they hired – I can go first if you want. I got someone. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I have an answer, but now I just don't think he's going to do it. But, yeah, go ahead. So, I think Porter Moser might do it. I think that would be a great get. And I think he's proven that he can coach and he can win. And I think it's a lot more exciting because it's, you know, here's the deal. If they beat Illinois in like the second round, which we'll get to that, if they beat Illinois in the second round, he's going to get a job somewhere. Well, he's not leaving, bro. You think he's not leaving? I don't know. If he doesn't leave, if he doesn't leave after a, you know, an upset over a one seed this year, then he's not leaving. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I think the guy that they gotta go at like really, really hard is like Chris Beard. Like, yo, you're sounding a little, uh, you're sounding a little Darth Vadery right now. It could be because I barely have a voice. No, no, it's the it's the mic. It's the mic. Are you really close to the mic? Or are you really far from your mic? Does this sound any better? No, so Darth Vadery. All right, how about now? Much better. I unplugged it, so. Well, just so you know, I'm keeping that in there so so the listeners can know that we're Star Wars fans. I know nothing about Star Wars. Well, I do. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Chris Beard. Got to make a run of Chris Beard. I think that dude is ch- could change any program in the country. I think he's got a lot of Coach Holtman in him in terms of culture and coaching and defense. And I would be, I'd be really, really upset if they got him because that would mean that Indiana's going to be a force to be reckoned with here soon. So, there you go. Get Chris Beard. He's a home run. Home run hire. I love that. Home run hires. Like, shut up. You don't know until they tip off the game. I, I think they should get bowls. No. And the reason I, I think that, and the reason I think that is because we both think that Ohio is going to make a, a deep run in this tournament. And we'll, we'll talk upsets a little bit. But I think it's funny. I texted you. Uh, we should just do an episode where we just talk about all the takes that we text each other. Because sometimes we hit on them and sometimes they're terrible. But I texted you when they were in the quarterfinals, and I was like, Ohio might win the championship, not their conference, like the national championship. And we were both like, oh, well, they gotta, they still got to win three more games to even get to the tournament. Now here they are, and everyone's like, they're my upset pick. So, I, I mean. You're like, no, 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 they're our upset pick. Don't you yeah. dare steal that from us. Yeah, don't steal it. But that's my upset team to watch. I don't know if you have one in mind or if you're on board with that. But just looking at the whole bracket, that's my upset team to watch. Yeah, I think that there's like three like locks. Locks for an upset is, is weird to say. But like I just think there are a few teams that I just don't see – Winning, it's so bizarre. First of all, Rutgers against Clemson. How funny is it that they're favored as an underdog? That's awesome, and it's not like an eight-nine underdog. Um, so, I think it'd be interesting. I think that you know, I definitely think that Ohio is a home run upset pick. Um, I think that you see Santa Barbara against Creighton. I think Creighton doesn't even want to play for their coach anymore. You saw that in the championship game. Like, they just are running out of fumes. I think that that's a great pick. That UC Santa Barbara has a great player as well, the guy that can take you in the tournament. Um, I think Winthrop over Villanova is a fun upset because Villanova also running on fumes, missing their point guard, Colin Gillespie, who, by contrary to popular belief, he is not Archie Diakono's little brother. Archie Diakono's little brother is actually on the team, named Archie Diakono. Um, I think that Winthrop just wins. That's all they do. So why would they stop now? 
Um, some other interesting games that could be upsets. Um, I mean, like Syracuse is obviously a tough out all the time because of the zone. I don't know. It's just that, I think we both think. Well, I think we both think Michigan State, if they win their first game, will then win yeah. their win their second game. Yeah, it would be a it, that would be funny because it would be a big bummer if I think about half the country is going to pick them to upset right, but then uh, half of those people are going to forget that if they lose, that they don't want to pick the upset anymore. So if they lose to UCLA in the first round a lot of teams will pick UCLA to beat BYU by accident, and then they won't, yeah. and then you'll be like, oh, my bracket's busted. Yeah. So something that I think is interesting is the Missouri Tigers have a chance to not only win the first round, but then upset Gonzaga in the second round. And to quote what I heard the great Jay Billis say on the radio, if Missouri plays their best game and Gonzaga plays their worst game, Missouri has a chance. Not, not Missouri will win. Missouri has a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. So funny. That is so funny. Oh. I want to move us down, and, and, and ultimately we'll, we'll end up bouncing around a little bit because you have to play teams outside of your region. But let's talk a little bit about Ohio State's road to the Final Four. I mean, first and foremost, they got an Oral Roberts team who has a player that's leading – the nation in scoring. And what's funny is if Luca Garza doesn't score 16 against Ohio State, he might not be leading the nation in scoring. You know, if Luca has like a 30-point yeah. game. I just think that's kind of funny. Not that that matters at all, but it's like, what's his name? Max Abbas? Yeah. Yeah. I, he's the stud, clearly. He's like ranked high in the Kempom rankings. He's ranked high of offensive efficiency. He's the shortest guy in the top um, the dude chucks threes and makes it at a high, high clip. As a team, they shoot a lot of threes and make a lot of threes, and they are unbelievable from the free throw line, like uh, like above 80% as a team. That being said, they are historically terrible on defense as well. Um, granted, will it be a tough matchup? Yeah, every game in the, in the NCAA tournament is a tough matchup, but this is going to be the first time in Holtman's tenure in at Ohio State in the tournament where he's going to be like, that's this is looked at as a formality to get to the next round. It's almost a, a formality for him to get to the um, to the Sweet 16. I mean, Florida and Virginia Tech, they both kind of stink. I think, and this is jumping way ahead to – this is jumping way ahead, but also Mizzou beat Oral Roberts by 30 this year. So, if that means anything, keep that in mind. But um, – it's. I think it's interesting. So take out the people that just like pick the one seeds to go far. I think more people are going to have uh, Ohio State in their final four than Baylor. And I'm not talking about like what ESPN brackets has because so many people on there are just like one seeds, one seeds, one seeds, one seeds, one seeds, one seeds. I think of like people that like know about college basketball, watch all year. They're going to be like, yeah, this Ohio State team, they're going to make a run because it's also a fun pick. you got guys like Dwayne Washington. But that second game, we've been saying this on all the little Zooms and calls we've been on. Florida-Virginia Tech almost feels like, you know, a 10-versus-10 game or like a play in 11-versus-11. 11 11. This is going to come back to bite us when they beat Ohio State by 20 or whatever. But we, we both yeah. think that both those teams, it's like if, 
if Ohio State wins that game, the expectation will be that they will win and make it to the you know Sweet 16 pretty favorably. And Joe, I think we got. I don't know what you got in your bracket, but I think it's going to come down to Texas Tech versus Arkansas for who their Sweet 16 matchup is, and who who do you give that nod to? Uh, that is is such an interesting matchup because they are polar opposites. Texas Tech likes to slow it down. You know, the defense is pack line, in gaps, keep your man in front of you, send everything to the baseline. Like, it's just a and, – and on offense, you know, they got some guys, but they're not, like, playing at breakneck speed, trying to outscore you. Whereas Arkansas, it's like run, 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 trap, 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 press, press, shoot a lot of threes, play as fast as you can on offense. So that game would be super, super interesting. I'm going to take Texas Tech just because they've been there, done that. Mac McClung's unbelievable. Chris Beard, as I already talked about, I think the world of him. So I'm going to take them to play Ohio State, and, like, that matchup is going to be a rock fight. It's going to be so fun. Um, I think that Texas Tech, it's going to be their style of game, 100%. Slow it down. It's going to be played in, like, the 60s which Ohio State can win in those games. So it'll be really, really interesting. Obviously, we're going to have Ohio State winning every matchup, but the difference between playing in Arkansas versus Texas Tech is like 25 points type of difference. I mean, Arkansas is going to run up and play as fast as they can, and Texas Tech is going to slow down. It's just two completely different games. You know, if we're fortunate enough to win that game, you know, we might be playing a team like Baylor that's a literal mirror image of Ohio State in terms of they have really, really good guards. They shoot it a lot from the three-point line and shoot it well. And they got undersized bigs who play really, really hard. Um, I think Baylor has a fantastic road to get to the Elite Eight. I think that there's nobody I agree. that stands in their way. I mean, North Carolina, Wisconsin, neither one scares me. Villanova, Winthrop, Purdue, whatever comp- – Villanova – doesn't scare me. Winthrop, obviously, they're they're. I'm sure they're they're great and they're a formidable opponent. But Baylor is Baylor, and then Purdue is. I mean, Purdue is young. Uh, they're not as battle tested. They might not know how to win in the tournament. You know, they got five guards that play uh, five freshmen that play significant minutes. So, I think Baylor's got a nice little cakewalk until they get to Ohio State, and and they're they've got the toughest two seed of anyone probably. So, that'll be just an unbelievable game if it happens. Obviously, we're going to take Ohio State going to the Final Four. Um, I think that the best way to phrase kind of the next steps for them is if you look at the other three quadrants, what teams have your eye in terms of they can make a run, not only that, but also they can compete with Ohio State and beat them? Well, I mean, obviously obviously we think Gonzaga really might not lose. And we think that – I mean, we know that Illinois – can beat Ohio State, but we also know that Ohio State can beat Illinois. I think outside of the one seeds, something that intrigues me is potentially, you know, so I'm big on UConn. I think Buck Knight is really, really good, and I think he can get hot, and they can Buck just – Knight. It's not Buck, Buck Knight. Knight. Buck Knight. I think they could, he could get really, really hot and just kind of go crazy, and – if you, if you play a guy that's hot – oh, that's the thing with the tournament is if they play anyone in the national championship it's, or the yeah, final four, it's going to – Right, it's yeah. going to be a team that's hot. So, But in terms of uh, – you can't not talk about Gonzaga as a potential national championship matchup. 
something we both agree on is is I think we would both be pretty shocked if Michigan is the team that comes out of the final four or comes out of that region. I think Alabama's the best team in that one. They're they're hot. They play a style that is conducive to deep runs in the Big Ten or in the NCAA tournament. They got a good coach. They play. My Siri just went off. I don't know what I said. That, okay. Um, so I think they're they're the most interesting team to me in that region. Um, Texas as well, playing good basketball. All right. I mean, like we could sit here and talk about teams that we think Ohio State might run into, teams that we think are going to the Final Four, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. The, at the end of the day, Ohio State's got to win their games. They're going to have tough games. And those other teams are going to have to do it too. And we know, if we know anything about March, it's that we know nothing about what's going to happen. But that's why we love March. And what beautiful way to try and overcome March by them predicting what's going to happen via – the ESPN bracket challenge. So, of course, you got to fill out a bracket and you got to do it with us and our drive the lane uh, group on ESPN. Andrew, you want to tell the, the people at home a little bit more about that? Yeah, it's linked in our it's linked in our Instagram bio. We're going to we're going to post it all around Twitter, all around Instagram. It's the drive the lane group. You get one entry. And the reason I did and the reason we did one entry is because we know everyone would want to do an Ohio State bracket and a non-Ohio State bracket. But now we're putting it on you, and you got to pick one. Are you going to go with your Buckeyes, or are you going to go with, you know, maybe a bracket that you think is a little more realistic of happening? And because of that, we think we're going to see, you know, a wide variety of brackets, wide variety of outcomes. And if you come in first place, you're going to get some towel gang gear, and you're going to get a shout-out on the show. Whatever you value more, you can value more, but you're going to get both of them if you win the Drive the Lane Bracket Challenge. <laughs> and I guess we kind of just leaked a little bit our Ohio State region, so if you want to listen to us and fill it out the same way, go ahead. But that might not be a good idea because if March has told us anything, it's that the experts, analysts, podcasters, media, they know just about the same as everyone else. And that's nothing. So, Andrew, go ahead and, and give the people your final four then. Since, you, since we both know absolutely next to nothing, might as well give out our picks. All right. I'll give my final four in the Ohio State bracket that I am entering into the drive the lane challenge. And we got Gonzaga. We got Ohio State meeting in the national championship. But Ohio State's going to play a good West Virginia team led by Derek Culver in the final four. And on the other side, <laughs> on the other side, they're going up against the Dark Knight, Book Knight, UConn versus Gonzaga. Winner goes and plays the Buckeyes. I got Ohio State winning 81-79 in the national championship. Joey, how about you? Um. <clears throat> You know, I haven't entered a bracket into the driving lane one yet, so this is subject to change, I guess. But my gut initial thoughts are Ohio State, Gonzaga, Illinois are are going to be all 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 of my final fours are going to have those three. It's that Michigan Alabama region that's a toss up. I already talked so highly about Alabama, so I might as well pick them, I guess. So Gonzaga versus Bama. Gonzaga comes out on top. Ohio State versus Illinois. We all know that the Buckeyes are going to come for revenge and win that one. 
Gonzaga versus Ohio State. Titus had the funniest prediction ever. He was like, he was like, at the end of the day, you know, I am a college basketball analyst. I, I do have an alma mater. I do root for this team. It, it puts me in a weird scenario because when you're an alum and your team's a one or two seed, you basically are being forced to pick them to win the national championship. And he said, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to have Gonzaga beating Ohio State 126 to 124 in triple overtime. <laughs> That's what he said. Um, but I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to pick Ohio State 88-84 um, to, be, to beat the Zags. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I think what's funny and what's unique about playing in the Big Ten, and I'm stealing this from my man Murphy from, from our little Ohio State rendezvous that we had earlier today, it's pretty crazy that Ohio State has an easier road to the Final Four than they did to the Big Ten championship game. I, to that, you say what, Andrew? I agree with you. And it's crazy because unless they're playing Gonzaga in the national championship, any team they play I don't think will be better than Illinois. You know, if they play Illinois in the Final Four, that's obviously Illinois. But if they play someone else in the Final Four or if they play Baylor or if they play, you know, Iowa or Alabama or Kansas in the national championship, it's going to be a worse team than the team they've already played unless it's Gonzaga. And, and just – Moving away from Ohio State just for a quick second, I want to point something out that I think is really cool. If Gonzaga wins it all this year, it'll be a team that went undefeated and then won the national championship, which is very rare and very cool. And if Gonzaga loses, it'll be a crazy cool upset. So we got, you know, it's not like a year where, like, the number one overall seed has, like, five losses or whatever, or a few losses, or they didn't win their conference tournament, but they're still the number one. Like, this is like either the best team is going to win the whole thing or there's going to be a crazy reason that they get upset. Three, three fun tidbits before we go. Number one, which we already touched on, the last time Illinois went to the four was 16 years ago. The time before that, it was 16 years ago. So they go in 16-year intervals, so that means they're primed to go. Gonzaga is, if they win the national championship, they'll be 35-0, and 0, the last team to have an undefeated – a season and win the national championship was Indiana in 72. I think they went 35 and 0 and who didn't make the tournament that year? Uh, Duke and Kentucky were, did not make the tournament same as this year. And the last one, and this is my favorite tidbit from the whole tournament in the Illinois in, in their quadrant, there are six orange teams that are literally all the same color of orange basically. And they all have very similar jerseys and the odds are, going to be that we have at least two matchups of those two teams or of those of those six teams playing each other wearing orange, which is just hilarious. And orange, who would thought? Basketball, orange, wild stuff. Well, so, also, yeah, that's how something, you. Some, something you didn't mention also is that Baylor and Gonzaga were supposed to play this year and they never did. And everyone's kind of just like – everyone's kind of just like – like, no one's going to care if the, if the number one seed and the number two one seed play in the championship because it's a game that everyone feels they were kind of robbed of. Something we also did not touch on, and probably on purpose because we don't even want to think about this or go down this road, it's going to be crazy if a second or third round or even final four, if there's a COVID pullout, knock on wood, God forbid, it's going to be, it's going to be yeah, crazy. No, no, we don't talk about that. 
Because can you, can you just the, imagine? The can you just imagine if they were just like, all right, uh, uh, Hartford, or not Hartford, uh, Winthrop, you won your first round game. Purdue's having issues. You're you're in the Sweet Sixteen. Like that would be just absolutely. That would be mayhem. Breaking brackets. Talk about Arch busting mayhem. brackets. Crazy. Well, I think we gave you guys a nice little scoop into our minds for for March. Um, as always, interact with us on Twitter. Join our bracket pool. Um, some fun pieces, obviously. Um, and uh, March is here. This is so fun. Oh, my God. The best time of the year. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Buckle up and drive the lane. <sighs> Go Buckeyes. Metal for uh, Chris Holden for president.